Hello and welcome to the Achieve Your Goals podcast, the show that empowers you to wake up to your full potential and achieve your biggest goals and dreams. I am your host, Hal Elrod, and I invite you to join us each week as we share actionable strategies to take your life to the next level, as well as interview world-class experts and entrepreneurs who have achieved extraordinary goals themselves, and we ask them to give you a peek behind the curtain and teach you exactly what you need to do to do the same. Ready? Here we go. Welcome to the Achieve Your Goals podcast. This is your host, Hal Elrod, and thank you so much for being here today. I, uh, I really appreciate it. I know you have so many options when it comes to listening to podcasts. Like, I don't even know how many, like more options than you can count. Definitely have more options than you have time, right? Time is limited, but you know, you got a lot of options. So thank you for tuning in today. And we're gonna talk about how to forgive yourself and others. I thought about titling this podcast, How to Love Yourself and Others Unconditionally. Because I think there's kind of a crossover. I think forgiveness and love kind of go hand in hand, right? When you love someone unconditionally, when you love yourself unconditionally, you forgive yourself unconditionally, you forgive others unconditionally. So there's some crossover. But we're going to talk about how to forgive yourself unconditionally so that you don't have to experience any guilt or shame or regret and carry those things with you over experiences that happened in the past. And also how to forgive other people so that you don't have to carry with you any resentment or hurt, or anger over something someone else did to you in the past. We're going to talk about how to forgive yourself and others and how to let go of the past completely. Here we go. Before we do, um, I want to take just a minute to thank our sponsor today, Organifi. I love Organifi. Um, I've been using their products forever. I love the company. I love the team. I love the owner, Drew Canoli. Follow him on social media, by the way. If you don't, he's one of my favorite to follow. But the bottom line is that your body is an amazing organic machine, right? It turns food into energy. It heals wounds. It supports your consciousness and so much more, but it needs the right fuel, and the right signals to function at its best. And some of those signals include adaptogens. Now, if you're not familiar with adaptogens, these are compounds that balance hormones and help you deal with stress in a healthier way, right? So if you're feeling tired, these compounds give you a boost of energy. If you're stressed, they help return you to a natural state of calm. They literally help you adapt to the stress of life. Now, my favorite source of adaptogens is Organifi. They create these delicious superfood blends in the form of powders that mix easily with water or almond milk, or for me, they go in my smoothie, and they make it easy to get more adaptogens in my day, like ashwagandha, reishi mushroom, rhodiola, and more. So if you're looking for an easy way to support your amazing organic body, I highly recommend trying to Organifi. Head over to Organifi.com forward slash Hal. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I, Organifi with eyes, Organifi.com forward slash Hal. And uh, if you find something that you like, enter the code Hal at checkout, and then you ready for this? It used to be 15% off. Organifi just notified me that now all of our listeners get 20% off of their order. So enter the code Hal, H-A-L, at checkout. Organifi.com forward slash Hal. Use the discount code Hal. You'll get an additional 20% off your entire order. With that, I love you. Thanks for being here. Again, how to forgive yourself and others, how to let go of the past completely. Let's talk about it. Hello, my friends. It's Hal. I'm so glad you are here. And, uh, you know, I recently had somewhat of a breakthrough realization about how I personally 
can let go of unhealthy and destructive guilt and shame and regret uh, forever. And I find that we all, or, or most of us, carry some level of guilt or shame or regret from our past, you know, based on the mistakes that we've made, things we've said or done that we regret. It's not in alignment with our values. If we could go back and do it again, we would do it differently. And so we have this, these feelings towards ourselves, these unhealthy feelings of guilt, shame, and regret. Uh, if you've ever read any of David Hawkins' work, he has uh, his book most popular for what I'm about to talk about is Power Versus Force. He talks about the levels of human consciousness, and the lowest level of human consciousness is shame. I've, I've addressed this on the recent podcast we had um, uh, Matt and Ash, the authors of The Inner Work On, and they incorporate David Hawkins' work into their work, into their book, The Inner Work. So the energy level uh, of shame is the lowest level of consciousness. And then from there is guilt. Guilt is the next lowest level of consciousness. And many of us, if not all of us, carry some level of guilt and shame uh, and regret within us. Also, most of us carry some level of hurt or anger or resentment toward other people in our lives who we perceive as having wronged us, right? So for the mistakes that we've made, we carry guilt, shame, and regret. And for the mistakes that we perceive others have made, the way that they've wronged us, we tend to carry some form of hurt or anger or resentment towards other people. And if I asked you, you know, are there things you've done or said in the past that you regret that you feel guilty about, or maybe even shameful, maybe they were, you viewed them as so bad, so unacceptable that there's shame around those things. You ever think back at something you said or did in the past and just cringe, right? I I think that we can all, uh, probably more than one instance in our past that that's true for. And, And I would also ask you, are there things that others have done to you that have hurt you? Uh, maybe it was your parents, maybe it was in your childhood, maybe it was a coworker last week, maybe it, right, it could have been anybody, maybe it was your spouse. And do you, so stop and think about someone that's hurt you. Do you feel anger or resentment, or maybe it's even just sadness towards another person for something that they did in the past? So these are issues that we carry with us. We carry this emotional pain. In fact, um, Eckhart Tolle in The Power of Now, he calls this the pain body. I haven't read that book in probably you know five years, so I don't remember exactly how he talks about the pain body, but uh, just the concept, right, is that we carry this body of pain. It's this residual pain that is built up over our lifetime. Think about that. Like every time you've had an experience in your past where you did something that you felt bad about, you regretted, or someone else did something that hurt you or caused you anger, etc. You experience some form of pain. You might call it trauma. And that builds and builds and builds. If you do not release those, those experiences, if you don't release the trauma, don't release the pain, if you don't transcend those traumatic experiences, those painful experiences, then they stick with you. They, they're stored in your psyche in some way. And they can often be triggered by future events or current events that happen that are similar to those past events. If someone does or says something to you that reminds you of something that your father or your mother or 
a classmate, someone said to you in the past that really hurt you, it can bring up those old wounds as they talk about. And it's the idea that these these emotional wounds that we hold within us, until we heal the wounds, right? It's like having an open wound and every time it, you know, you poke it or you, you, you scrape it against something on accident, right? It, it reopens the wound. And that's essentially what happens for us emotionally. And so what I want to talk about today is forgiveness, right? So how do you forgive yourself and others for the mistakes that you've made in your own life and, and the mistakes that other people, the, the people that have wronged you, how do you forgive yourself and others? And why is that important? Because again, we're carrying along, we're carrying this pain body, we're carrying these wounds, this trauma, we're experiencing feelings. Think of it this way. When you hold on to shame or guilt for your past mistakes, or you hold on to resentment toward another person, you are bound by an emotional link that is detrimental in ways we often don't even realize until we make it conscious and we let go of the past and we move forward with a clean slate. Forgiveness is the only way to dissolve that link and really to be free. And so that's what I want to talk about. And for some, forgiving themselves or forgiving others is really difficult. And maybe maybe that for you, maybe they go, I, I can't forgive what that person did to me. They, they wronged me. And then maybe forgiving, uh, whether it's forgiving yourself or forgiving another person, it's difficult for some, it's easier for others. Consider that forgiving another person, when we think I can never forgive them for what they did, it was so bad, it was so wrong, they were so, they were such a horrible person that they did this to me. Consider that when you hold on to that, it is you that is holding on to that. Meaning if you're not willing to forgive someone, that doesn't hurt them as much as it hurts us. But the reason that we do that is that we tend to mistakenly think that forgiving someone who wronged us is to condone what they did. Consider if that's true for you in any way, that you think think of someone in your life that's really wronged you, that you have animosity toward or resentment, or that you just haven't been able to forgive. And, and consider, is that part of the, the thought process when you think about it? Is that part of the logic is, I would never forgive them because that would it feels like that would in some way condone what they did. Like they don't deserve my forgiveness because what they did was so unacceptable. I will never accept it. I will never forgive them. But you have to realize it's not them who you're forg- giving your forgiveness to, right? Forgiveness is something that we do for ourselves. And if you want to, if you feel compelled to forgive someone outwardly to actually express forgiveness to that person that that that's another conversation essentially but 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 it's not the two can be mutually exclusive meaning i'm talking to you today about how to forgive yourself and others for your own complete inner healing i'm not talking about mending the relationship now what's interesting is when you when you can forgive yourself or forgive another person internally that might lead to the external outward forgiveness of like, I'm at peace. And, and as we talk through this today, I think you might it might be easier for you to forgive another person outwardly, for sure inwardly. Like we're gonna, that, we're, that's what we're diving into today. We're gonna talk about how do you completely, I mean, I'm talking completely unconditionally forgive yourself for all your past mistakes 
and completely unconditionally forgive other people for the ways that they have wronged you. So the inner work we're talking about here, as far as the outward forgiveness, that's not the topic of today. But again, once you inwardly forgive someone completely, it's not that far of a leap to, to go, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to give them a call or shoot them a text or, you know, let their send them an email and let them know, like, you know, I forgive you. Right. So, so maybe you'll get there. Maybe you won't Again, The purpose of today is not about an outward forgiveness where you communicate with any other person. This is all about you. This is all about what's going on inside of you. So today I want to talk about, again, how to forgive ourselves, how to forgive yourself and others completely. There is an ancient Chinese proverb that says, blame yourself as you blame others, forgive others as you forgive yourself. And we tend to do that. You know, um, there's a great quote, Eckhart Tolle, I think I first read, I don't think, I don't know if it's his original quote, but he said this in his book, Secrets of the Millionaire Mind, how you do anything is how you do everything. And that Chinese proverb to me lines up with that, right? Blame yourself as you blame others. If you blame yourself, you will blame others. You tend to project the way that you internalize, right? We, we project the way we internalize. So if we blame ourselves, we will probably blame others. If we can forgive ourselves, well, how you do anything is how you do everything. So if you're able to forgive yourself, you're most likely able to forgive other people. Now, according to a Stanford University, or according to Stanford University, not a Stanford, I don't, I don't know if there's more than one. I think there's just one. I used to live by Stanford University, actually, uh, in Palo Alto. But anyway, the action of forgiveness involves dissolving a certain feeling in favor of another. I'm going to say that again. The action of forgiveness, so when you forgive yourself or you, or you inwardly forgive another person, involves dissolving a certain feeling in favor of another. That would include or could include dissolving those feelings of guilt or shame or regret towards yourself or dissolving feelings of hurt or anger or resentment toward another person. So, so when you do this, when you make a conscious decision to completely forgive yourself for all of your past mistakes, realizing that there is not value, there's no value in holding on to the resentment. Now, there may be value in the resentment, in the regret. Let me explain that. And I'm, get, I'm kind of getting ahead of myself here, but there, there's value. There could be value in that. Here's what I mean. Well, what does regret tell you? If you regret something that you did, typically that's data, that, that's, that's for you to be aware of, oh, I don't want to do that again. That's what learning from our mistakes is, right? Pretty simple. So if you experience regret, that is telling you, I don't want to do that again. I learned from a mistake. It's one of the best ways for us to learn, right, is actually making the mistake. In that way, the things that we're regretting actually hold a lot of value for us. If we hadn't made the mistake firsthand, experienced the pain of the mistake and the outcome from that mistake, well, then we wouldn't have any fuel to make a change, right? We wouldn't have any, any reason to improve. But making mistakes, which we've all done countless times, is one of the best ways. It's part of life. It's part of what we create in our life to learn what we want to change or improve moving forward. So there's value in that regret, but the, it's a diminishing return, meaning the longer you hold on to that regret, 
the more the value diminishes and then it becomes the opposite. Now it's causing you emotional turmoil. Now it's causing you, it's, it's creating an emotional wound. So forgiveness, again, is the only way to dissolve these emotional wounds and to really be free. So personally, I was going to bed. This actually was, I've been, this episode I've been thinking about recording for about a month because this was, I think like end of September, I had this breakthrough realization. I was falling asleep at night. It's when all my, oh, I swear, it always takes me like, I have now 30 minutes planned after I lay down with a note, with a journal by my bed because I just know me. This is like, I get, I don't know if they come from, you know, spirit or conscious, higher consciousness or the universe, God, like, but I just get these messages. They just, and it's like, Sometimes annoying because I'm like, oh, I just want to go to sleep. But I, I wake up, I write them down, I lay down again in my brain. You know, they, maybe this happens to you. I get more and more. I like, I, I literally, my book that I'm working on, it's been 90% of it has been written at night before I fall asleep. No joke. Like 90% of it is just notes. And that's actually where I'm struggling because it's like, it's on literally probably over a hundred different notes. Um, and I got to figure out how to organize all of them. But anyway, that's a that's neither here nor there. So I realized as I was falling asleep that I don't ever need to feel guilty. And again, that's a, that is a theme of consciousness, guilt. But I don't ever need to be in that theme of consciousness again because I've always done the best I could with what I believed to be true at the time. And think about that for a second. For the most part, you know, yeah, we, we act out of, you know, we, we for sure do things that aren't in alignment with what we believe to be true or, or right, right? We, we let temptation override good judgment, you know, raise my hands up, raise your hand if you've, uh, if you've ever let temptation override good judgment, right? Could be with diet, could be with anything, but we do the easy thing instead of doing the right thing, what we, what we believe to be right. So for sure, when I say that I, to myself, I was realizing I've always done the best I could with what I believe to be true, it's relative. I could argue against that at certain times that I wasn't doing the best I could. But if you think about it, in this context, that even not doing the best you could at the time was the best you could have done because it's what you did. Does that make sense? Meaning, maybe based on your level of discipline, you did the easy thing versus the right thing, and that was the best you could in that moment, and that's what you did. Now, in an alternate universe, could you have done something different? Absolutely, but, but, but we're dealing with reality, right? We're dealing with what you did. The past is the past. You did what you did. You can either choose to continue beating yourself up about it, or you can completely accept that you were doing the best you could at the time with what you believed to be true, with the knowledge you had, with the personal discipline that you had and give yourself a little grace to make mistakes because we've all done it, all of us. The only question is, are you going to continue holding those mistakes against you? Are you going to continue experiencing guilt or shame or regret over your past? Or are you going to transcend all of those through the power of forgiveness? Are you, going, are you ready to forgive yourself completely and be at peace? And by the way, another kind of, to me, you could swap the word forgive with the word love. In fact, I actually thought about that for today's episode. Instead of, you know, the episode today, I think is going to be titled How to Forgive Yourself and Others. I was, I thought about calling it how to, for, how to love yourself and others unconditionally. 
because they kind of go hand in hand. If you love someone unconditionally, forgiveness is baked into that. Think about that, right? If you love somebody unconditionally, well, forgiving them for their mistakes is part of loving them unconditionally. And if you're married, right, or if you're in a relationship, this is really important to think about with your spouse. If you really love them unconditionally, then you can forgive them for the mistakes they've made in the past, and you can forgive them for the mistakes they make in the future. But if you don't really love them unconditionally, that's not about them. That's about you. Might, you know, might be time for a gut check. And I have to give myself that checks with, you know, with in my relationships with my wife, with, you know, it's like, wait, am I, am I loving this person the way that I believe love is intended, which is unconditional with forgiveness baked in? Or am I holding them to the standard that I've created in my mind as to how I think they should act and what I think they should do or not do or say or not say? Hmm. And I find myself often, my, one of my values is unconditional love. And I find myself often living out of alignment with that value and placing conditions on how I feel towards other people. But as soon as I become aware of that, you go, oh, wait a minute. I'm not living in my alignment with my value of unconditional love. Mm, time to get back to that. Time to, now that I'm present to how I'm living out of alignment, which you could call that, well, that's a mistake, right? I was doing the best I could at the time with, with the, the moment, but then I realized, oh, I can do better. I can do better. So I will do better. So I will do better. You know, so that night, by the way, when I had this realization and I, you know, started journaling about it that I, and I literally wrote down, I'm reading from my journal. I now realize that I don't ever need to feel guilty or to be in that theme of consciousness again, because I've always done the best I could with what I believed to be true. And then what I wrote is, so what I realized is that we all have the ability to be completely at peace with all of our former decisions, as well as at peace with the consequences of our decisions. I want to say that again. We can be at peace with all of our former decisions. Because let me, let me explain. What caused this thought was I was thinking about something that I did that I am now have a fear of that I, a mistake I made. Well, I don't know if it's a mistake. Only time will tell. But something that I, a decision that I made in the past, it was an investment, essentially. And now I'm wondering, did I make a bad investment? And now in the future, am I going to have to suffer the consequences of what may have been a mistake at the time? Are you guys tracking me? And I, I'm keeping this general because I want you to apply this to your life, right? I made a mistake in the past, and now I'm not sure if it's going to result in an unintended consequence in the future, an undesirable, maybe even painful consequence in the future. So that's what was on my mind. That was the, the, the struggle, the challenge that I was dealing with. And the realization was, I don't have to feel guilty about that because I, I, did the, I was doing the best I could with what I believed to be true at the time. And just that alone, just affirming that alone, oh, it was like I got to exhale. I had been feeling stressed for months about this decision. And once I realized, I just, Hal, hey, buddy, right? The way you'd talk to anyone that you loved unconditionally, the way you'd talk to your child, hopefully, right? Like, hey, buddy, you were doing the best you could with what you thought was true at the time. Don't beat yourself up. It's okay. And then this next piece of it was, to me, was more profound, which is 
I have the ability, we all have the ability to be completely at peace with the decision that I made with all of our former decisions, as well as be at peace with the consequences of our decisions. Because again, I was making what I believed were the best decisions I could based on the information I had and living in alignment with my values at the time. So if, if you end the podcast now and you just walk away with that and you implement that and you embody that, that alone can be the game changer. That alone can be the gateway to forgiveness, to realize, oh, I don't need to beat myself up. I just, I was doing the best I could with what I had. And, and you know what? And then what was interesting for me was then projecting that forgiveness into the future to go, I don't need to fear the consequence. I can be at peace with the consequences of the decision I made in the past because I was doing the best I could. And whatever the consequence is, I can own that. In fact, there's a hip-hop artist that I listen to with my kids. He goes by the initials NF. I think that's his the initials of his name. Um, I don't know if you've listened to him, but I, I like him. He doesn't, he doesn't curse at all, so I've let the kids listen to him. And some of his messages are a little intense, so I, I kind of screen which songs they listen to. But overall, a lot of positive messages in his songs. So in one of his songs, he says, When my life crashes, I'm not the guy that'll flee the scene. I'll take ownership and own it and raise my hand if it's me. Just remember, though, I'm only a man. I'm a human being. And it was that night as I was journaling that those lyrics came into my consciousness. I remembered that line from the song. When my life crashes, I'm not the guy that'll flee the scene. I'll take ownership and own it and raise my hand if it's me. Just remember, though, I'm, not a man. I'm only a man. I'm a human being. And I, we, humans don't ever need to experience a perpetual state of guilt, shame, or regret for something we did in the past ever again. We have the ability to forgive ourselves for the things that we look back at and wish we would have done differently because we did what we did. We did the best we could with the knowledge we had and what we believed to be true, right? When your life crashes, don't flee the scene. Take your ownership and raise your hand if it's you. Just remember, though, you're only a man or a woman or you're a human being, right? Like, Allowing grace to ourselves, And by the way, everything I'm talking about today, I know I'm going back and forth a little bit between forgiving yourself and forgiving other people. Primarily, I've been focusing on forgiving yourself. And just about every nuance that we're addressing here applies to forgiving another person, right? Be completely at peace with other people's former decisions, realizing that they were just doing the best they could with who they were. You know, when someone acts out, there's at our school, there's some bullies at our school and one kid in particular, and uh, he's been a bully to my daughter, to her friends, to another friend, on and on and on. And it's real easy to judge, you know, and, you know, this, this kid, what a jerk. I can't believe he said that to you. And I can't believe he did that. What a, what an awful, what an awful kid, what an awful person, right? What do I, who would do that to, to these other children who would be so mean, and then I got a glimpse from his mom into, his, into the family life and realized that it's really hard for this kid at home. And if you think about it, most people, if they act out, if they do something that you would consider to be wrong or evil or mean, just, you know, just mean, how could you do that to another person? 
they're usually just projecting. They're usually just reenacting some trauma that they've experienced and they're trying to release it and they don't have a healthy way to do that. And so the way they do that is by projecting the trauma onto another person. They were hurt, so they hurt others, right? Hurt people hurt others. Abused people abuse others. Does it make it right? No. Does it make it understandable? Yeah, maybe. Again, not understandable that I'm condoning it, but to understand where someone's coming from and what they went through. And you've heard me say this before, and this goes really into the forgiving other people. If you had lived that person's life, right, someone who has wronged you or you see wrong another or you judge from afar, such as a politician or you know something along those lines, right, somebody in the news that you think, I would never do that, it's horrible. Had you lived their life, there's a very good chance that you would do the same thing, that you would have said and done and been exactly the same. If you think about that, if you were that person with their brain at that time, in that moment, having their past experiences and conditioning, you know, in, a, in an extreme example, for example, let's say, you know, that somebody's violent with somebody else. Well, if they grew up in an environment of violence, that, that's actually normal for them. Again, doesn't make it right, but to me, we can transcend judgment and condemnation to achieve a level of understanding. So again, we can transcend all of these harmful emotional states or, or ways of being, you know, such as hate and anger and resentment and condemnation. When you actually consider who another person is, what they've been through, why they did what they did, even if it wasn't right, and most likely when someone wrongs someone else, they might regret it typically, right? They would regret it. They would go, oh man, I, I, even, even if they don't admit it, deep down inside, they know they shouldn't have done that. Or if they think they should have done that, that shows you how broken that person potentially is, how much trauma they've endured, that they actually justify being awful to another person. And they actually think it's right. But if you had been that, if you were them, you would think the same thing. How would you be? You, you wouldn't be different. You're only different because you're you. But if you were them, you'd be them. You follow? Like, are you tracking me here? It might sound overly simple, but it's really important. Because from that place, like, I don't have, uh, how do I say this? I don't want to speak in absolutes, which I was, I think I was about to do, which is why I caught myself. But I, 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 I try not to have any really what, what you'd call, I guess, negative, I think negative is such a subjective word, but any harmful, negative, destructive, hateful, vengeful feelings toward other people, even those that wrong others, even those that wrong other people. For example, when I was 20 years old, you probably, if you're a pod, longtime podcast listener, you know the story that I was hit head on by a drunk driver at 70 or 80 miles an hour, somewhere in that range. And then another car hit me, an innocent, so, so a drunk driver hit me head on. And then my car spun off the drunk driver and another car hit me in the door, in my door, uh, driver's side door. And they broke 11 bones. Most, most of the injury was from the, the side impact, the innocent family that was following behind me. But here's the point. The drunk driver... A lot of people in my life had really hateful feelings toward him. And, and, and I could understand that. I wouldn't judge them for that. I wouldn't judge them that they, they you know, they wanted to, you know, my, I think my mom said once, you know, I want to kill this guy. I can't believe he did this to my son. And I'm sure she was speaking out of hurt and anger. I don't think she was, she would never genuinely, you know, kill a guy or whatever. But, right. But I don't know if she said that, those exact words. It was, you know, 25 
years ago or whatever. But but I know she had a lot of a lot of emotion towards this guy. I know she did forgive him, by the way, because we did talk and that. But I think that took her a lot longer. For me, I forgave him immediately, like within an, a day or a week, or I don't remember how long exactly. But and it's because of this paradigm that I just shared with you that if I had been another person, I probably would do the same thing. So for me, I forgive all people. Forgiveness is like it's baked into just unconditional love, which is how I try to view all people. So like I, I, what I have forgiven you before you've wronged me. Like there's nothing someone could do to me that I'm aware of. Now I say that, but then I like my mind went to someone harming my children. Uh, I don't know. I, 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 you know, I don't know. I'm not going to say for sure how I'd feel in that situation, but that would be one of the most unimaginable things. Uh, one of the most Ugh, I just, I like, I, I, I shake when I think about somebody harming my children. So, but for the most part, let's just, I can't speak on that because I've never had that happen. But for the most part, what I have had happen, like this drunk driver injuring me and almost killing me. And at that time, by the way, I was told I was never going to walk again. So that's, I was forgiving the guy who made it so that I would never walk again. Cause that's what I was being told at the time. I didn't know any better. Right. But the point is, it's, a, it's this unconditional state of forgiveness where I forgive everyone for their mistakes. I forgive everyone for their mistakes. So I even said to people that, you know, were like, oh my gosh, this, I can't believe that, you know, this drunk driver, you must, you must want to kill him or you must hate him or you must, I, I don't remember what they said, but something like that. And I said, why would I hate him? He said, because he, like, he, you know, he like, he ruined your life. I mean, you're in a hospital, you're, you have broken bones. You may, you're never going to walk again. Like he ruined your life. You know? Yeah, of course. Why wouldn't you hate him? I said, cause you're looking at the outcome. You're looking at the result, but you're not looking at what actually happened. What actually happened is this man I had never met before went to a bar and had a couple of beers and then got into his car because he only lived a few miles from the bar. I think it was like one or two freeway exits up. And he got on the freeway going the wrong way because he was, you know, tired. He was drinking. He was, you know, I don't know, drunk, tired, et cetera, right? He didn't, he didn't try to hurt me, right? He didn't come and vengefully try to hurt me, which I could forgive him even for that. But the point is, with dealing with the situation at hand versus a hypothetical, he drank some beers, got into his car to drive home. That's what happened. Why would I hate someone for drinking a couple of beers and then getting in their car to drive home to their family? You follow me? They go, well, but yeah, but he, 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 his car hit yours and it broke 11 bones and you're, yeah, but that, but that, that wasn't what he intended to do. Why would I hate him for drinking beer and driving home? And so that's my personal experience with forgiveness at like the most extreme, you know, like the most extreme challenge I faced and someone that essentially you could say did it to me, right? And then processing it as complete forgiveness. And here's the thing. I want you to think about this. Remember, when you hold on to resentment, you create emotional turmoil within yourself. If I held on to that emotional resentment to this day, oh, that drunk driver, I, if I, oh man, if I ever saw him, I, I just, I, you know, I hate that guy for what he did to me. Would that affect him? Or would that affect me? He has his own, you know, maybe he hasn't forgiven himself. I don't know. That, but that, that's, that's affect, his forgiveness or lack thereof affects him. And my forgiveness or lack thereof affects me. And your forgiveness or lack thereof affects you. It doesn't affect the other person. 
You're not condoning their behavior by forgiving them. You're acknowledging that they made a mistake and that you deserve to be free from the emotional turmoil that is perpetuated within yourself by not forgiving another person and not forgiving yourself for the mistakes of the past. Forgiveness is about transcendence. Forgiveness is about transcendence. You're transcending the emotional states or turmoil or wounds, whatever you want to call it. You're transcending them to be able to find alternate emotional states of peace or tranquility or love or understanding. Remember, according to Stanford University, the action of forgiveness involves dissolving a certain feeling in favor of another. I would use the word transcending a certain feeling in favor of another. So again, you can re- when you do this, when you forgive unconditionally, completely, you create space to replace those destructive emotions with any emotion you choose, such as peace, tranquility, love, understanding, empathy, etc. You could even say forgiveness almost could be an emotion, I think. I don't know. I don't know if it technically qualifies, but if like... Mm, when you, I guess when you forgive, it just gives you this sense of really of, of release, of peace, etc. All right. How do you do this? How do you forgive yourself? Let's talk about some simple kind of steps. And then I'm going to give you, I'm going to share with you my affirmations that I wrote that night. Actually, I think I wrote them the next morning after I reviewed all of my journal entry and my notes. Actually, I, might, I don't know. might have written done it that night. But the point is, I'm going to share with you my affirmations that I use to forgive myself completely, to forgive others completely, and also to let go of the past completely, which is kind of a nuance for both of those, right? If you're forgiving yourself, you're letting go of the past. If you're forgiving others, you're letting go of the past, right? Unless you're forgiving them for something that hasn't happened yet, which you know, that'd be, I do encourage you to do that though. Again, when you, when you live in a state of forgiveness, what's in your, one of your values, essentially, I have forgiven anyone that ever wrongs me for the rest of my life. When you do something to me, I've already forgiven you before you did it because it was a decision that this is how I'm going to live, right? When you, when you, when you decide on your values and you live in alignment with your values, then you, your decisions are made for you ahead of time. For example, if you have a value of complete honesty and integrity, then your decision to always tell the truth, to always follow through with your promises, to always honor your word, those decisions are all made for you because you've identified your values or your, that value and you've made a commitment to live in alignment with that value. Forgiveness is one of my values. It's actually, I don't even, I don't list it as a value. It's actually unconditional love is the value. But for me, as I mentioned earlier, forgiveness is baked into that value. But because that's a value, I love all people unconditionally and I forgive them unconditionally before it happens. And again, please, I hope I'm not coming across like I'm not trying to be righteous or virtue signaling or be like, look at me. I'm just trying to help you in any way that I can. And using my own personal experience or examples is, you know, it's one of the, the, the it's my personally one of the best ways that I know how to do this. So. All right, so once you've decided that it's worthwhile to forgive yourself, right? Which is like, that that's technically, I guess, step one, because if you're not convinced after, and, and up until this point, that was kind of, I think my objective is not only to give you some tips and strategies, but really to, you know, 
to invite you to consider that, yeah, you know, it is time. It's time for me to forgive myself for all my mistakes. It's time for me to forgive other people for they've that, that have wronged me because I'm ready to be completely at peace and to transcend those painful emotions such as anger, resentment, regret, etc., hate, condemnation. It's time to transcend those for states that better serve me. Peace, tranquility, love, forgiveness, acceptance, joy, empathy, etc. So, if you've decided if you're open, not even decide, if you're open to forgiving yourself and others, if you're open, if you if you're if I've at least opened you up to think, yeah, I think eh, this might be worthwhile. Here are three um, kind of steps, if you will, and they don't have to be done in order. But the first is acknowledge that you can't change the past, right? That's part of forgiveness is realizing that, look, this thing that I'm holding on to, that I'm, I'm carrying this emotional baggage as a result of, it's in the past. I'm still stewing over it in the present, but it happened yesterday, or it happened last year, or it happened when I was a kid. So the first step in forgiveness is to acknowledge that you can't change the past. Whatever happened in the past, it is what it is. And at this point, you can never go back in time and make it any different. So your only choice is whether you're going to continue generating, you know, what can be destructive emotional energy, or if you're going to let it go, you're going to transcend whatever it was the experience or the trauma or the wound or someone wronging you or a mistake you made. You decide if you're going to hang on to it and keep carrying it with you in a way that doesn't bring you joy or if you're going to let it go and move on. So that's number one. You've got to acknowledge that you can't change the past. So now you got to decide how are you going to deal with the past in the present? Are you going to carry it with you or are you going to let it go and move on and be at peace? Number two, Assess your values. I touched on this a few minutes ago, but you know, as, as we make mistakes, we learn from them and then we grow and then we evolve over time. And as you do that, you begin to realize the type of person that you want to become, right? My values today were not my values 10 years ago. Some of them are, but many of them have emerged since I've learned new ways of thinking, new ways of being, new levels of consciousness or themes of consciousness. In doing so, in learning more, both through, you know, education, but also experiences in life, making mistakes, learning from those, developing values as a result, right, all of the above, I become clearer and clearer and clearer on who I want to be, who I'm committed to being, the best version of myself. And then for me, every day I wake up and I really strive to live in alignment with all of my values. And it's interesting, but now it's second nature. But when I think back, you know, I, I have this, I have a document that I wrote when I was 19 years old. And I think it was called like my keys to self-improvement, something like that. And I look at that sheet. In fact, I wish I had it in front of me right now. I don't, but, um, but it said things like uh, live with total integrity, you know, always honor your word, tell the truth and do exactly what you say you're going to do when you say you're going to do it, something like that. When I wrote that, I did not live with total integrity. I did not follow through. I did I would say things and do something else. I don't even I don't think I always told the truth. I don't I don't I mean, I was maybe I did. I don't know. But the point is, I wrote down these like 10 keys to self-improvement and they were all aspirational. 
right? They were aspirational. I wasn't living in alignment with those, which is why I wrote them down. I need to do these 10 things in order to be the person that I, I want to become, the best version of myself. These 10 keys to self-improvement, to me, define, in a lot of ways, that person that I want to become. So when I wrote those, I wasn't living them. I was aspiring to live them. And then now when I look back, I don't, again, I haven't looked at it. I I found it a few months ago or weeks ago or something. And I looked it over, but I just remember going, wow, this is, this is who I became. This is who I became. Like I, I live all of these values now. And it was really, it was encouraging in a lot of ways. It was encouraging for me personally, of course, but it was encouraging just, just from the, you know, as someone who has kids as someone who is always trying to, you know, as I, and I'm recording this podcast, I'm writing books, I'm trying to help other people with my, through my work, it was really encouraging to be like, wow, back then I didn't know if I could be that person, but it showed that we can all become the person that we commit to becoming. So assessing your values is an important part of forgiving yourself because you get clear that the values that you that you would determine now to be your highest values or who what you who you aspire to be are different from when you made those mistakes you weren't even thinking about those values most likely you know sometimes guilt overtakes us because past experiences or instances or mistakes don't match our current morals and values but we can use that as an opportunity to evaluate who we're committed to being as a person now. Which values will you live by? Which behaviors do you want to you know, commit to following through with, living by? But also, which behaviors do you want to refrain from doing? Right? Decide to live in alignment with your values. So number one, acknowledge that you can't change the past. Number two, assess your values. And number three, and this is arguably the most important to me, I, I think, and, th- and this stands alone. If this is all you do, great. Affirm your decision to forgive yourself. Affirm your decision to forgive yourself. And I mentioned, I'm going to, after I share this, I'm going to read you my affirmations and, and I'll post them in the show notes uh, of this episode as well so that you can actually go if you want to and you can write them down or you know copy them down, et cetera. So here's what I mean by affirm your decision to forgive yourself. Forgiveness is rarely a one-time event because the feelings that you have of guilt, shame, regret, hurt, anger, uh, resentment, those feelings are deeply rooted, especially depending on how long you felt them. If these are things from your childhood, right, or things from when you were much younger, my drunk driving accident was I was 20, you know, if I had a lot of resentment and anger and, you know, uh, condemnation toward the drunk driver, right? Like, and I had been reinforcing those emotional patterns for 25 years, then it would likely, it's not just, oh yeah, I forgive, I'm done. Because as Eckhart Tolle talks about, that pain body is within you. It's, 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 it's rooted in your subconscious, in your psyche, you can't just snap your fingers and and dissolve the pain body. You need repetition. And so again, forgiveness, it's rarely a one-time event. So you your new feelings, your new emotional state, the fact that you're committed to forgiving and being at peace and letting go of the past, it's got to be reconditioned consistently over time. 
So continue reaffirming and reminding yourself that you've decided to forgive yourself and others unconditionally and completely and make that part of your daily affirmations until the thought of the things that previously you were holding against yourself or others affirm until there's no painful emotion there anymore, no turmoil, no anger, no sadness, no hurt, no regret. You're at peace with it because you've completely forgiven. Again, not a one-time event. It's a daily repetitive affirming so you can recondition the emotional response you have to past mistakes and events and wrongdoing. You've got to recondition it over time. So again, those three tips for you, and then I'm going to share my affirmations. Number one, acknowledge that you can't change the past. Whatever happened in the past, it is what it is. You can't go back in time and change it, so you got to decide. I'm either going to stew over it forever or indefinitely, or I'm ready to completely forgive and let go and move on and be at peace and not have to have any inner conflict or turmoil anymore. Number two, assess your values. Right, Get clear on what are the values you're committed to living to now and realize that you're a different person now than you were in the past. And number three, affirm your decision to forgive yourself. Affirm it over and over and over until it becomes who you are, that you've completely forgiven. All right, here's the affirmations that I wrote for myself, and you can model these. If you want to copy and paste these, these are going to be in the show notes Today is episode 404, 404. So if you go to halelrod.com forward slash 404, you can access these affirmations in the show notes, copy and paste them, and then, you know, customize them so they're in your, in language that resonates with you. Um, And then also please leave me a comment there and let me know if this episode was helpful, if it landed for you. And if you have any questions, uh, I will uh, do my best to answer every single question. One Again, that's episode 404, so that's at halelrod.com forward slash 404, and here are my affirmations. The first one is about forgiving myself completely. Here we go. I completely forgive myself for all of the mistakes of my past, knowing that I was making the best decisions I could with the information I had at the time and what I believed to be true. From this moment on, I refuse to experience any more ongoing self-destructive, and unnecessary guilt, shame, or regret. The next affirmation is on forgiving others completely. Just as I acknowledge that I am only human, make mistakes, and deserve grace and forgiveness, I simultaneously realize that everyone else is also just making the best decisions they can based on who they are at the time. So I forgive all people who have hurt me in my life. From this moment on, I refuse to experience any more ongoing, self-destructive, and unnecessary judgment, anger, hate, or resentment. And then last but not least, this is affirming letting go of the past completely. I cannot change the decisions I've made in the past, so it is only logical that I choose to be completely at peace with all decisions and equally at peace with the resulting consequences of those decisions. From this moment on, I refuse to experience ongoing self-destructive and unnecessary fear over the consequences I may experience in the future because I know that I can handle anything that I'm faced with and will do so living in alignment with my highest values, which are as follows. Number one, unconditional acceptance, which gives me the freedom to be at peace with all things I can't change. Number two, 
unconditional love, which gives me the freedom to view all of life, including all people, with compassion and understanding. Number three, unwavering faith, which gives me the freedom to transcend my fears and maintain faith that I can do anything I commit to doing in my life. Number four, extraordinary effort, which gives me the freedom to transcend my past lazy tendencies with the full knowledge and belief that I am capable of doing difficult things and putting forth extraordinary effort no matter what. I have more values, but those were the four that I applied to the forgiveness piece. So again, I will list those at halelrod.com forward slash 404. And let's wrap this thing up and do so. I just want to say that all of this, that first, or actually it was my second value I listed, unconditional love. I think that everything we talked about today can all be held within the context of unconditional love. If you love yourself unconditionally, then you will forgive yourself unconditionally. Because if you love yourself unconditionally, you wouldn't put yourself through an indefinite amount of time of emotional pain over something that you can't change in the past. You would forgive yourself completely. And so I invite and encourage you to do that. And the same goes for every person in your life that has ever wronged you or that you perceive that they wronged you. Unconditional love doesn't condone the wrongdoing. It gives you freedom from, again, the emotional pain from not forgiving that person and holding them with resentment or hate or anger. You deserve to be free. You deserve complete inner freedom. And forgiveness is a path that will allow you to get free from what is holding you back the things that you're not willing to forgive. So make that decision today. Acknowledge that you can't change the past. Assess your values and then affirm your decision to forgive yourself over and over and over until it just becomes who you are. And then you don't have to even consciously think about forgiving because you've already forgiven everything. I love you so much. Thank you for tuning in today. And uh, yeah, that's it for today. I love you. I'll talk to you next week. Make it a great one. Thanks for listening. To learn more about the Achieve Your Goals podcast and to get access to today's show notes, transcript, and exclusive content from Hal Elrod, visit halelrod.com forward slash podcast. Thanks again for joining us. Be sure to tune in next week for another episode of the Achieve Your Goals podcast.